Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. All right, 441 here in the Kiva. Uh, Audrey Trujillo texted in on Facebook Live. Said, Did you hear about Hotel Water Park being auctioned for $54,000? Actually sold for $54,000. You know, that's akin to, in the city of Detroit, I don't know if you remember the Pontiac Silverdome. You might remember this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Pontiac. Detroit Pistons, yeah. You know, the, no, not not. No, no, not Palace, not Palace Hills. Oh, okay. No, the Silver Dome, different. Silver, it's where Silver the Dome. old Detroit Lions played. Oh, oh the football up, scene. Yeah, they ended up selling it for two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. So next Tuesday, I invited uh, both Tigo and Walt Arnold, Tigo and Tracy Venturi, the Venturi Real Estate Team, Keller Williams Realty, four four eight eighty eight eighty eight, and then of course Walt Arnold to go ahead and uh, come in. Walt's been on uh, the station, our longest advertiser. Uh, you can find him at 256-1255 or waltarnold.com. They're going to be in next Tuesday for the third hour, and we're going to have a conversation about commercial real estate, about residential real estate, what we can do different, because we are in some uncharted territories. Residential real estate actually ratcheting up Doing like well. you have never even seen. And but uh, commercial <laughs> commercial couldn't hasn't had a worse time. Wow. There's no way to actually uh, plan for, for any sort of – future uh, commercial, you know, a lease. Uh, how are you going to sign a two-year, three-year, five-year lease when you can't even see past November at this point? Very difficult time for uh, businesses. You know, you were talking about the, the, the Trump economy in the first segment, Eddie. Yeah. Why, you know, the, the, the Obama recovery was a very sluggish recovery. We seem to uh, kick... you, can't, you can't put the two uh, words together. We... It wasn't a recovery. <laughs> we seem to kick the afterburners when Trump came into office. Business prediction about the future. They knew that for the next four years, they weren't going to have higher taxes. Right. They weren't going to have a regulatory madness. Right. I mean, Donald you Trump, I've said before, again and again, Donald Trump is the best regulatory president of my life, bar none, whatever else I say about him, that is an absolute fact and truth, and I'm, I'm glad, grateful for it. Um, and what you're, you're trying to plant, Rudy, you're a businessman, Eddie Aragon's a businessman, I guess I'm becoming a businessman. We have no idea what next month will be like, what two months from... What? But, but Michelle Lujan Grisham was able to go ahead and plan to say that we've officially captured yes. COVID. Yes. And, and that is uh, on the day that I give my national presentation. My national coming to out the party. Yes, yeah, my, is, my debutante ball. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what she wants. 550 500. I'll get to your text momentarily. Uh, I got the uh, text from uh, Audrey Trujillo. Yeah, can you hold on a sec? Call, you're in the Kiva. Go yeah. ahead. Yes, uh, if you can hear me, uh, this is Carol. I just called Hi, the governor's office. And I just called the governor's office, and, of course, she's not there, but, you know, the person who answers the phone at uh, 476-2200 says she can't take messages, but she puts me over to a message machine. And I just left the governor a message of a comment that you just said where she blamed Donald Trump for what was it, 170,000 people dying. Right. And I, I asked her, why don't you try blaming China instead of Donald Trump for the deaths from the virus. That's the message I left her. And maybe a few other people ought to do the same thing. I think that's a great suggestion, Carol. And thank you for calling in. Uh, 505-476-2200. 505-476-2200. I've asked you to do some basic things. Go grab yard signs. Stick them in your, uh, stick them in your yard. Yard, 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 yard sign, yard sign, yard sign. Everywhere. Okay? Go knock doors for the next five to seven days. And then pick up the phone and call 505-476-2200 and leave that message, the same one that uh, a message had for or for Carol. So apparently Audrey Trujillo sent the link. I don't know where she sent it. Oh, she sent it via text message. Let me get to this uh, real quick. 
uh, Albuquerque Water Park up for auction. Now, Water Park in Albuquerque has gone on the auction block, surf and slide inside the hotel of the what's the name of that hotel? That's uh, it used to be. My gosh, I used to know the name of it. Uh, it's on Carlisle. It's right next to the Green Jeans Factory. Rudy, what was the name of that? that gosh, hotel? I'm trying to think. The Radisson Inn. Yeah, there you yeah. go. They yeah. turned into the Radisson, but, and they kind of got revamped and revamped and revamped uh, multiple times. And every single out-of-town operator just couldn't figure out why a hotel in the center of town wouldn't work. Hmm. I mean, that water park had so many issues. Um, I can't imagine it'll probably take – yeah, Radisson. Thank you, Doug. So when you look at this, you have to, you know, evaluate your position from a commercial real estate basis standpoint. It's like, you know what, the liability of carrying this thing, you know, that's a probably that's a that's probably a teardown uh, at this point. And with hotel occupancy well below 50 percent. And let's not forget what the good governor suggested. She doesn't want anybody coming in from out of town during right. COVID-19. Right. Um, that's what you have. And we're not supposed to be moving around within New Mexico. Why are you moving, are you around? moving around? Why are you moving around? <laughs> I just love that. I see you. I see you at the airport. I see you on Facebook. Uh, so the contact tracing does not work outside of 48 hours. Right. We're talking about You don't have either. a positive result. Useless. Contact. Thank you. Contact tracing is absolutely useless. Jill Biden's first husband alleges Joe Biden stole Jill from him via an affair. Surprising new information coming out, Dowd. This is yeah, I mean... stuff that you may not have heard of if you're listening to mainstream media. Uh, this one coming out of the Western Journal today. But according to this 72-year-old businessman, he's not sure if he's going to publish his book before the election because it does have facts in it that aren't pleasant to Joe and Jill. See, this is the problem with the Democrats. They're like, ah, it's okay. I don't really like Trump anyway. Ah, choose a lesser of two evils. Why not just put it out? Yeah. Apparently, Jill married uh, Bill Stevenson in 70, 1970. Two years later, they worked on the Newcastle County Councilman Joe Biden's first Senate campaign. Joe, never finding a woman he can't keep his eyes, his hands, or his nose off of. <clears throat> said Jill and I sat in Biden's kitchen. We worked on his campaign. Stephen said he first suspected the affair in August of 74 when he was 26. Jill was 23. Biden was 31. The founder of the Stone Balloon, a famed live music club, had to go to northern New Jersey to play Bruce, pay Bruce Springsteen, who was going to play at the Delaware Music Club. I asked Jill to go with me, and she said no. She had things to do. Oh, isn't that always the case? She had to look after Joe's kids, Bo and Hunter. Bo, yeah. Bo and Hunter were getting uh, educated early. Uh, right? yeah, they, <laughs> they were they, indeed. Not exactly a, a great litany. Well, of, I mean, their mother had passed away in that car accident, but, I mean, there's clearly some funny stuff was going on here. It was kind of a big deal to go meet Springsteen. I had no idea she and Joe were so that kind of friendly. So one of Jill's friends told Stevenson that she thought his wife was getting a little too close to the senator. He says suspicions were confirmed in October when a customer told him that Joe Biden was driving his wife's Corvette. <laughs> Baby, you could drive my car. Did Joe ever actually make his own money? Uh, lifetime in public service, Eddie. A lifetime in public service. He's quoted himself as being a public defender. What did he do? And public defenders, they're not the smartest. They're not the best. That's why they defend these guys in the public. It's guaranteed money for them. They're not good at business. I mean, if any attorney comes out and says, oh, I came out of the public defender's office. I'm like, oh, really? You, you, you sucked as a lawyer? You to be the bottom feeders <laughs> in the legal field. I hate to say it, but it's true. You were a terrible lawyer. You graduated the bottom of your class. He says, he says I was at work, and a guy came in and asked, do you own a brown Corvette? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a brown Corvette. And then uh, Mr. Stevens said, yes, it's my wife's car. He said, back in May, it had crunched his bumper. They told him to get an estimate. And he never heard back from them. I said, wait a minute, who is they? And funnily enough, 
Guess who was driving the wrecked Corvette? <laughs> Middle class Joe. Like, if, if nothing says sleaze bag or scumbag, he wrecked. He's driving the woman who yeah. he's hanging out with, who's taking care of his kids, and wrecked his car at the very same time. You gotta be careful right? when, you're, when you're like, you know. look at this. This was a, a walking liability all over this, all over the place. Oh, Joe, we hardly knew he. Oh, but <laughs> Mr. Stevenson knew him, knew him back when he was really Joe. So, uh, a lot of just awkward moments uh, for the Democrats as they. Plan to prop him up. Let's uh, let's get some sound right after the break of uh, Trump. I, I, I I'm I'm needing Trump. We're gonna start channeling Trump like all. You need the an time. antidote, don't you? Yeah, to, I really to what's been do. going on I was this just week. Like, you know, there's nothing better than the sound of Trump's voice, especially during this election season. I know that many of our listeners will agree, even if you don't, Dowd or Rudy or anybody else. Uh, if there. forced to vote this year, I would absolutely vote for Donald Trump over Joe Biden. You will absolutely. vote. You will Easiest vote. choice I ever could vote. ever make. You will vote, and you will vote. There's no more. At gunpoint. Do not tell me you're not going to vote. You're, you're a swing voter, right? Not like a, a Joe Biden swing voter, by the way. He I don't really, swing that way. He loves swing. <laughs>